Jesus Christ, the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. No matter what happened in our lives, He is our King, He is our Lord. He deserves our worship. So we are here to worship our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I feel kind of weird. <laughs> we have a very uh, small number here today, only those of us who, can, who serve as a, uh, singers and as a camera person and sound person and musician. Janet and uh, Justin and Julia and Naomi Johnson here with us. But let us worship the Lord uh, in spirit and in truth. Amen. Amen. I want to share with you today uh, the given text is book of Joshua 1.9. Uh, this is kind of well-known passage, but I'm going to uh, share. The pa- Do we have that passage up there? Oh, we don't. Okay, I'm going to read it. Uh, book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord, your God, will be with you wherever you go. Due to the COVID-19 this global community is uh, having a tremendous fear. In the midst of this turmoil, I want to share a message about our fear and God's faithfulness. Do you remember when Jesus died and buried into the tomb? Women visited tomb where they met the angel, angel of the Lord. Remember what angel of the Lord said to women? Very first phrase. Anyone? If Janet doesn't know. <laughs> don't be afraid that was the first word don't be afraid when Jesus resurrected from the, uh, the dead uh, he visited his disciples very first time when Jesus met them do you remember what Jesus said to them no it's not a don't be afraid he actually said shalom peace be with you after that uh, Jesus spoke to his disciple, don't be afraid. What if Jesus appears to us today? What if if he just shows up? What would be his first expression to us? I bet he's going to say, don't be afraid. Because we do have fear, right? We saw people line up to buy toilet papers, food, and water. We, We saw holding took place in many places. Did you know that one of the longest line was not, a, not, not at the Costco or in the market? It was actually a gun shop about a week ago. People lined up about a mile to buy a gun. Why? Because of fear people experience. They try to protect themselves, but is it really possible? We have fear. But the biggest fear that we have is that fear about our future. We do have fear about our future. What's going to happen to me? What's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to my business? What about, what about my career? What about America? What about global economy? What about people? What about our future? You know, we do have this fear, fear about our future. I want to, I want to talk about what the Bible says about our future. Quick points. Number one, God knows the future. He knows the future. He knows our future. Though we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, He knows our future. When I was a kid, I didn't worry about my my future. 
I didn't worry about what's going to wear, what's going to eat, because I trust my parents through my mom and dad. They're going to take good care of me. I had that faith. I mean, I don't want to compare our limited uh, parents with unlimited God. You can't compare God with anyone, right? Though my parents love me, uh, you can't compare God's love toward us. God is omnipotent God, all-powerful God. He's omniscient God. He, he knows everything, all-knowing God. And He knows your future. He knows our future. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 13 says, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Amazing that amazing? Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before His eyes. God can see it all. God is not limited by time. God can be in the past, present, and the future at the same time. That is our God. Not only He knows the future, He has a great plan for your future. This is my second point. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper, prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and future. This verse is telling us that God has done a lot of thinking about your future. Isn't it very encouraging? And his thoughts and plans are to prosper, prosper you and not to harm you. Plan to give you hope and future. But I have a question. Can we miss God's plan for your life? Can you miss God's plan for your life? I would say yes, of course. You can miss it through apathy, arrogance, being ignorant about your plan, his plan, and rebellion. That's why a lot of people miss God's plan for their lives. But he does have a plan for you who Dedicate your life to Him, who uh, give the best shot to follow the path that God is providing for us. And it is indeed good plan. And third point I want to share is God will be with you every step of the way in the future. Not only God knows your future, not only has a great plan for your future, He's going to be with you in the future. That is very encouraging. Psalm 23, 4 says, Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not fear no evil, for you are with me. David, who wrote this Psalm 23, this well-known path, he could profess his faith like this because he made Jehovah God as his Lord. When you look at verse 1, Psalm 23, 1, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I, I lack nothing. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord, Jehovah, is only, only God who exists. And the Lord, when he made the Lord, Jehovah, God, as his Lord, uh, he, as he said, that Jehovah became the shepherd and led his life. So if you made the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, he will be with you always. That is encouraging uh, word that is very uh, uh, like soul lifting passage. And, and Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 says, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Don't you love the passage? Yes. If you give your life to Christ, that is his promise to us. 
Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. None of us know what's going to happen in the future. But regardless of what happens to you, you are not going to go through it alone. God said, I am with you. I will always be with you. I have been with you. I'm going to keep you, keep on being with you. You'll never go through it alone. This is called God's faithfulness. This is God's faithfulness. Brother Lawrence uh, was a monk, served uh, as a kitchen assistant in monastery in 17th century in Paris. He lived in a monastery for more than 40 years. Can you imagine that? And served the people as a, as a low, holding lowest position. Yet, he left letters and, and notes that shows his intimate relationship with God. Later, the letters and the notes were collected and published as a book. And it became a classic. And in his book, there was saying, this portion of his writing says, doing my work, this brother Lawrence said, doing my work, I would always continue to speak to the Lord as though he were right with me. Offering him my services and thanking him for his assistance. And at the end of my work, I used to examine it carefully. If I found good in it, I thanked God. If I noticed faults, I asked his forgiveness without being discouraged. And then went on with my work still dwelling in him. As I was meditating this uh, Lawrence writing, I came up with this kind of formula. Uh, simplicity, living the simple life will lead to abundant life. The abundant life will lead to uh, experiencing his presence, that, that leads to practice, make you to practice the, uh, ex- practice the presence of God, which will lead to the, the confidence, the assurance. Uh, and it begins with being aware of his presence. I think that's the life that we should pursue. There are Christians who are being aware of God's presence all the time, and some of us are not. And this is, this is my prayer. So you and I can experience being aware of his presence all the time. Because he's with us all the time. Then we can rely on God. And it is important for us to understand God's attribute. Whenever we face the difficulties, whenever we face fear about future and anything, we have to understand, rather than looking at our situation, rather than looking at the fear, we got to focus ourselves on the attribute of God. And God is faithful God. He is faithful. He can disown himself. He is faithful. This, this is something that he cannot do. He cannot be unfaithful to us. That is his attribute. That is his nature. That is his our character. We got to hold on to God's attribute. God is faithful. Second Timothy two thirteen says, "If we are faithless, we are not faithful. We are like you know. Sometimes we feel like we're really, really being faithful to God, but sometimes we are not. It's ups and downs. But God is remain faithful all the time. So uh, today I, I wanted to kind of look at uh, you know in the in the Bible there are so many promises, right?" Uh, everything will be 
fade away except the word of God. Living word, word will be, remains forever, last forever. Because the word of God is truth. And we've got to hold on to the promises. There are so many promises in the Bible, over 7,000 promises. But I will just, just, just share two promises in the Bible. God says, you know what? If you will trust me, you will have nothing to fear about your future. Nothing to fear about your future. We simply need to hold on to those kind of promises. Let me share just one. We have to hold on to God's faithfulness when we are confused. We are confused. I felt like, I guess, due to the so many fake news out there, so many opinions out there, uh, we can be very confused. Uh, I was listening to one of the Nobel uh, Prize winner from chemistry. You know, he said it's going to be gone soon, within a couple months or even, even weeks. I was very hopeful. Wow, th- that is my prayer too. But, but the other scholar was saying, no, 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 it's going to, you know, every year we're going to have another virus. Every year new virus will come. Very discouraging. You know, there are so many opinions out there. Of course, we have to listen to the experts, politicians and, you know, like experts says. But is that our ultimate authority? No. That cannot be our ultimate authority. Our, our source of authority is the word of God. Proverbs 3, 5, 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Never rely on what you think you know. Remember the Lord in everything you do, and he will show you the right path. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Indeed, he is the one, one who is trustworthy, right? We've got to rely on God. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. What's that mean? Trust in Jesus Christ. What's that mean, trusting in Jesus Christ? That means we trust in what he said to us, his word. There is only 100% totally reliable source about your future. That is God, and he is there already. That's why I say trust in the Lord. Don't lean on your own understanding. Acknowledge him, and he will show you the way you go. How do you do that? How do you get guidance from God when you are confused? I recommend go into the world and spend time with him. You gotta receive the word. God is still speaking to us through the word. Whenever we open the Bible, He speaks to us. And when we kneel down and pray, you know what? God speaks to us too. Not only we offer our, our prayer, but a lot of times I experience when I offer my prayers, God is speaking to me. My thought is, is like many times. And when I whenever I pray with concern, so much worry, at the end of my prayer, God is speaking to me. Son, don't worry, I will take care of it. So many times. Then I begin to, oh, relax. I began to breathe. I, 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 I felt like I couldn't really breathe. But after I hear the comforting word from the Lord, I began to breathe. Second and last point is, we have to hold on to God's faithfulness when we go through difficult time. We face difficult time, I guess, in this journey of life, right? And this, like COVID-19, is the difficulty, the challenge that we face. So what do you do? We got to hold on to God's faithfulness. Isaiah 42-3 says, When you go through deep waters and great troubles, I will be with you. 
When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fires of oppression, you will not be burned up, for I am the Lord your God. He's saying he's faithful, and he will never allow more on you than he puts in you to bear it up. God will be faithful. God is saying, I felt like, get this message. You don't need to be afraid. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will support you when you go through difficulties. Let me conclude my message today. Do you trust God? Ask yourself, do you trust God? What are you afraid of? What are you really afraid of? If we trust what the Bible said, we don't have to, fear, have to have fear. I want to read today's text at the end of my sermon today. Once again, Joshua 1.9 says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua had a fear about after the death of Moses. He wasn't sure what's going to happen in the future, but God assured him he knows the future and he has a plan for Joshua's life and that he will be with him. God knows your future. He has a plan for your life and he will be with you always. Let's hold on to his faithfulness. Amen. Let's pray together. Father God, help us to know that you know our future. Father God, help us to know that you have a plan for our future. And most of all, Father God, help us to know that you will be with us until the day of our Lord. Help us hold on to your promises when we feel confused and when we go through difficult moments. Be with our congregation this week, Father God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.